I mean, what else? What else is there to say? Tucker Carlson, you're fired. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. That's right, folks. <laughs> in, a, <laughs> in a surprising bit of news on Monday morning, which Woo! was also apparently very surprising to the man himself, Tucker Carlson and Fox News have <clears throat> mutually agreed to part ways. I can picture his face right now. Yeah, mutually agreed to part ways. Sure, he was fired. You're fired. You want to know how everyone already knows this? Because he ended his show on Friday telling his audience that he would see them on Monday. And Fox News was also promoting his Monday night episode on air just minutes before the news broke of his departure. It was already filmed. Yeah, he it had, was ready he was, to go. He was interviewing, ironically, he was interviewing the same Republican candidate for president that Don Lemon apparently got fired over because he got a little combative in, uh, in an interview. And we'll get to all of that in a second. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he he had something locked and loaded and ready to air. And uh, it wow, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, Tucker Carlson fired. I guess the woke mind virus is spreading. It, got, Fox, it came for Fox News. Fox News... Has, has gone, gone woke. That's true. That's so right. yeah, I mean, crazy turn of events. It basically went from this. I'm just grateful that you came on, and I'm especially grateful for the pie. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Employee of the week. We're gonna we're just make it of the year. Tyler Morrell of Coco's Pizza. That's it for us for the week. We'll be back. By the way, the entire episode of Let Them Eat Bugs, not quite as good as pizza, streaming now on Fox Nation. Use the promo code Originals for 30 days free. And we'll be back on Monday. In the meantime, have the best weekend with the ones that you love, and we'll see you then. To this. We have some news from within our Fox family. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have mutually agreed to part ways. Tucker's last show was this past Friday. And it should be pointed out that Tucker's executive producer, Justin Wells, was also fired. Uh, Wells was one of the people involved in the text messages that were released as part of that Dominion lawsuit, where Tucker and Wells texted back and forth about how Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell were, quote, fucking liars whose stolen election claims were, quote, desperate and deranged. And we'll get to the assumptions on why both of them were fired so abruptly in just a second. And it is, uh, speculation is whirling yeah. right now. It is the mystery <laughs> of the week. But uh, let's just read into the official coverage of this media massacre from official outlets. Tucker Carlson, the provocative conservative primetime host who helped build Fox News into a ratings juggernaut, has been forced out of the network. Fox News announced the stunning departure of its top-rated host Monday with no explanation. His last show was Friday. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways, the network said in a statement. We thank him for his service <laughs> to the network as a host and prior to that as a contributor. And the Washington Post adds that the apparent hasty parting, Carlson gave no indication he was leaving in his last nightly appearance Friday and the network was still running promos for his show Monday morning, came less than a week after Fox settled a defamation lawsuit from Dominion Voting Systems, which had sued the network for false claims about the 2020 election. Carlson was among several on-air personalities expected to testify. Carlson's private messages were among hundreds of internal communications made public in the course of the lawsuit that caused angst and embarrassment for Fox and seemed to heighten the company's legal jeopardy. Among other comments, Carlson expressed skepticism of the election fraud claims made on-air by attorneys affiliated with Donald Trump and declared that he passionately hates the former president, whose rise to power had been cheered by Fox. 
Notably, Carlson was not given a chance to say goodbye. Oh, <laughs> Carlson was not given a chance Try to say goodbye and I choke. <laughs> uh, he was not given a chance to say goodbye to the mammoth audience he had amassed in his years as a primetime host. His executive producer, Justin Wells, is also leaving the network, according to a person familiar with the move. Fox said that the 8 p.m. time slot, which Carlson has held since April 2017, will be filled on an interim basis by, quote, rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. Let's get Dan Bongino in there. <laughs> he, uh, that Dan Bongino is available because he himself was just fired from Fox last week. Oh, was he? You didn't know that? I, I mean, I didn't even know he was Fox still. I yeah, he... I thought he was probably like OAN or some shit by now. Uh, well, we were too caught up in the huge Twitter verification scandal, and updates wow. on that we do have coming up. But, uh, yeah, Dan Bongino was, uh, you know, in their wording... There was, uh, it was his mutually head's too weird. We his, fired him because why does he look like that? It, it was, you know, mutually agreed upon, but it was uh, allegedly because Dan Bongino, his contract negotiations were up and they were like, well, no. <laughs> Money's a little tight right now. In case yeah. I hadn't noticed, uh, we just lost over $700 million. So, yeah, yeah, so uh, bad week for Dan Bongino. So who knows? I guess it would be Greg Gutfield might be one of them. Uh, Gutfield with an exclamation point. That's true. Gutfield. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm not sure. It, it could, you know, by the time this airs, we'll have already known who the first one is. But, uh, you know, just like Daily Show, they should get Roy Wood Jr. to host. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> just the rotating cast like that. So, yeah, this, this also marks Carlson as potentially the first person to be fired by all three major news networks, having been let go from... CNN's Crossfire, his primetime show on MSNBC, and now Fox News, where he's had one of their top performing primetime shows for nearly a decade. I think he also got fired from uh, PBS at one point. Sure, why in not? In the middle there. There you uh, go. As for how this played out internally at Fox, uh, Mediaite spoke to people within the company who confirmed that his departure was not voluntary, with one source revealing that Carlson was in fact shocked by the news. He was totally surprised, said the source. He had no idea. It was a firing, the source added, and Carlson was informed today, explaining why he had closed Friday's show, saying he'd be back on Monday. The Fox News newsroom is in a state of shock, the source said, confirming reporting by Mediaite's Aiden McLaughlin that multiple sources within the network said the news hit like a bomb inside the network, shocking even staffers close to the ex-primetime host who had no idea this was coming, and found out not from any internal communication, but when the news broke online. As is tradition these days with any media firing. That's right. Yeah. We love it. Uh, so now we'll attempt to understand the why portion of all of this. Now, it would seem pretty obvious that at the very least, it had something to do with the Dominion lawsuit. And there was almost certainly a lot more going on behind the scenes than was previously made public in the lead up to that uh, going to trial, uh, which though, was settled last week with Fox News on the hook for $787 million. But even the stuff that was released was exceptionally damning and included text, message, uh, text messages between Tucker Carlson and his producers that were critical of Fox News guests, fellow hosts, and Fox executives. From the Washington Post, Carlson's private messages were among hundreds of internal communications made public in the course of the lawsuit that caused angst and embarrassment for Fox and seemed to heighten the company's legal jeopardy. But it was Carlson's comments about Fox management, as revealed in the Dominion case, that played a role in his departure from Fox. A person familiar with the company's thinking told The Post, 
Do the executives understand how much credibility and trust we've lost with our audience? Carlson wrote to a colleague in a message a day after Fox, like other media outlets, called the election for Joe Biden. It was a sentiment echoed by others at Fox in the fall of 2020, as even network officials who disbelieved Trump's election fraud conspiracy theories fretted that countering them strongly would alienate their conservative viewers. In another message, Carlson referred to management with an expletive. Those fuckers are destroying our credibility. He oh, is that the F slur he used? Uh, yeah, it, it's unclear because of the way they censored it, but uh, I'm assuming that's the one. Uh, a he later wrote, a combination of incompetent liberals and top leadership with too much pride to back down is what's happening. Fox News has gone woke, guys. Yeah. They're woke now. Uh-huh. The, the, the Bud Light of news. Yeah, exactly. So while we're sure that the Dominion lawsuit probably had something to do with it, uh, the likely answer as to why this happened all of a sudden might have more to do with two other lawsuits aimed directly against Tucker and his producers over uh, charges of sexism, racism, and creating a hostile work environment. In addition to being coerced by Fox lawyers into providing misleading testimony in the Dominion case. Mm -hmm. uh, from the New York Times, Ms. Grossberg, who was fired by Fox News shortly after she filed two lawsuits against the company in March, joined Mr. Carlson's team in 2022 after several years as a senior producer for Maria Bartiromo, another Fox host. Ms. Grossberg said in the lawsuit naming Mr. Carlson that male producers regularly used vulgarities to describe women and frequently made anti-Semitic jokes. On her first day working for Mr. Carlson, Ms. Grossberg said she discovered the office was decorated with large doctored pictures of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi wearing a plunging swimsuit. She said she was once called into the top producer's office to be asked whether Ms. Bartiromo was having a sexual relationship with the House Republican leader, Kevin McCarthy. Oh, yeah. uh, Ms. Grossberg also said in her lawsuit that after she was coerced by Fox's lawyers into providing a misleading deposition in a recent defamation case brought by Dominion Voting Systems and defending an offensive text from Mr. Carlson, his producers emailed the rest of the staff in recognition of Abby Day and suggested ordering a staff lunch to celebrate. It's still, there's got to be more, though. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I've heard she might have been uh, secretly re recording stuff that was going on behind the scenes at Tucker, and uh, he has... Uh, been caught like multiple times in the last couple of years hiring uh, people on his staff who are just straight up like online Nazis. Uh, yeah, it, they, that's so, the thing is, uh, is, is this is what's out there so far from these potential lawsuits. What she has as evidence, you know, that rumors could be out there, but that could also be something Fox looks at and goes, this is so bad that if it, it goes to trial. It would have to be really, really bad. That's though. what I'm wondering like, because for Fox, like, the what stuff he care? said on air yeah. is insane in a lot of cases. They paid off like Bill O'Reilly's accusers like multiple times before uh, the settlement was like finally too expensive. So like, it has to be at least as bad as like having an entire career of repeated uh, sexual harassment allegations. I don't know, and I don't really see Tucker Carlson. I mean, maybe he is, but he just doesn't give off that vibe. He gives off other sinister vibes. Well, that's why he stopped wearing the bow tie because it would spin every time he got a boner. Whoa! <laughs> Anyways, it has to be that Fox, already on the receiving end of the most substantial defamation payout in history, is trying to avoid being dragged into court once again, or at least has something to do with it. And that's especially by someone who would likely continue airing out all of their dirty laundry, including things that she witnessed firsthand behind the scenes of the network. Uh, the likelihood that Tucker was fired over something he said on air is pretty low considering the sheer amount of vile shit and not-so-subtle white nationalism that he spewed on his show over the years. Either way, he's done, at least at Fox News, 
And I think we owe him one last send-off before we see him somewhere else. So, here's just some of our favorite Tucker moments from the past few years. Thank you for your service, sir. People of color, especially in the black community, are being treated unfairly because of how they look. It's children's show. Got that, Bobby? America is a very bad place and it's your fault. So no matter what happens, no matter what they do to you when you grow up, you have no right to complain. If death is inevitable, and that may be the one thing you're not allowed to say in this country, but it's still true, then maybe we should pause before we destroy the living in the name of trying to eliminate it. Torching Christmas trees is an attack on Christianity, obviously. They're not against sex either, they just hate unsexy zoos, but when they're in the wild, male pandas engage in a fierce sexual contest. The winner has sex 40 times in a single afternoon. The song is called WAP, WAP. We can't tell you what that stands for. We literally can't tell you what the name of the song is, much less its lyrics. That's garbage. You don't need to be a Puritan to think so. It is, it's garbage. It's aimed at young American girls, maybe your girls, your granddaughters, and what is it doing to them? Can you even imagine what it's doing to them? People are getting rich pushing that crap on the country, and they should be ashamed of themselves, but they're not ashamed of themselves. Joe Biden just did an interview with Cardi B. Doesn't do a lot of interviews. He just did one with her. He sucked up to her. He called himself Joey B. Actually, you and I went to dinner about two years ago. Your wife was there, and I brought a friend of mine. You'll remember her. I, I, I don't remember the, the woman you're speaking of or the context at all, honestly. The other big change is that the brown M&M has, quote, transitioned from high stilettos to lower block heels. Also less sexy. That's progress. M&Ms will not be satisfied until every last cartoon character is deeply unappealing and totally androgynous. Until the moment you wouldn't want to have a drink with any one of them. That's the goal. When you're totally turned off, we've achieved equity. They've won. So in its ad campaigns, Mars set about making its M&M characters as unattractive as possible because when you're intentionally repulsive, it's clear you've got the right politics. So the green M&M lost her sexy boots, the brown M&M her stiletto heels. The orange M&M, meanwhile, became a poster boy for the mental health crisis and would henceforth, quote, acknowledge and embrace his anxiety because America badly needs more neurotic candy. West, accompanied by his friend, Candace Owens, unveiled a t-shirt that read simply, White Lives Matter. The response from the fashion industry and international media was instantaneous and uniform. Shock, horror, rage. No one seemed to think to ask him, much less to listen to what he had to say. Why I wrote White Lives Matter on a shirt is because they do. It's the obvious thing. Yeah. Dr. Seuss went from being a beloved childhood author to worse than Hitler in just a matter of days. For 60 years, American children have read the Sneetches and books like it. And that's one of the reasons we have the country we have today, in which most Americans, those who don't work at the universities or for the Joe Biden administration, accept Martin Luther King's most famous precept, that what matters is the content of our characters, not the color of our skins. The Sneetches affirm this. The story is a plea for colorblindness. And that's why the forces of wokeness hate it. There is a well-funded effort to erase women, of course, both in Canada and the United States. Feminists are all for it. It's always your leaders who sell you out. 
Hershey's, by the way, is now putting the face of a man posing as a woman on chocolate bar wrappers. Bud Light has just released a commemorative can celebrating a man who dresses up like a woman. His name is Dylan Mulvaney. What does evolve and elevate mean? It means inclusivity. It means shifting the tone. It means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men. Is there anyone more out of touch than that woman? Is that woman the perfect physical embodiment of the problem in America? Yes. How do people like that take charge of our country? The least impressive, the dumbest, the most reactionary, the people who live in the tiniest little worlds, they run everything. This is why you don't pick fight with the M&M company. Yeah, Mars, uh, they get really angry. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, wonderful stuff. Cannot wait to see what he does next. Um, it's exciting and scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is, as I said online, it's like when you beat the boss and then a yeah. new health bar appears. Yeah. Like, he's not going away. Yeah, and they'll, they'll, they'll fill that slot with something just as bad, I imagine. They've been pretty good at that over well, the, the years. The, the problem was that, uh, you know, Tucker became a mainstay and one of the most popular shows in primetime television, which is horrific. And at the very least, it'll take at least some time to build that reputation for themselves back up, which look, it might be worse, but this is a win. I'm taking this as a win, okay? Maybe him and Don Lemon will just switch places. That's what I'm getting to with uh, okay. with the Don Lemon reporting is that so, CNN has been noticeably inching back towards, Yeah, they say center, but it's been very apparent that they're leaning towards the right. So it yeah. would not be out of character or the realm of possibility that he ends up there. So yeah, uh, like we said, ironically, considering he's been overshadowed by Carlson over the years as it is. Uh, yeah, Don Lemon was also fired from his network on the same day, just about an hour after Tucker's exit was made public. And these are two different companies. They couldn't have planned this. Yeah, it think. was just, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for his part, Lemon was quick to release a statement via a, a really weird looking screen grab uh, from some sort of notes app, yeah. but not one I've ever seen before. Yeah, it's like uh, the notes app for boomers. Yeah, it read, I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN. I am stunned. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. At no time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work I've loved at the network. It's clear that there are some larger issues at play. Um, but then, yes, CNN came out and they were like, uh, actually, he was given the chance to meet with his superiors, but... Um, That's the thing, uh, though. He, he, he heard it from his agent, and it was probably before CNN reached out to do like a joint... Like, like the Tucker Carlson thing, where it's like, hey, look, you know, you, you get your contract and maybe some severance, or yeah. maybe we can sweeten the deal by uh, making this a mutually agreed upon uh, kind of statement. But yeah. he just went straight for it after hearing from his agent. So I think that what they're saying is the just, truth. Yeah, it might just be a, you know. They, they were going to give him a chance to talk to upper management, but like the damage was already done. Yeah, he fired. Um, and yeah, this is another one where it's like, why? Yeah, there's reasons, but the reason that he everyone doesn't even seems get to, drunk on New Year's anymore. What's the, the, what's the, the reason everyone seems to be pointing to seems like the weirdest reason for it. Of unless him, it's, yeah, him just like being uh, a good journalist. Yeah, actually. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, the one clip that yeah. would uh, you, you would think solidify someone's career as an on-air host. Yeah, like actually providing live fact checking of some fucking dickhead yeah. uh, saying shit that wasn't true. But yeah, the, the reasoning behind Lemon's firing, it's still unclear. 
He has run afoul of management as well as co-hosts in recent months, most notably for calling former South Carolina Republican Governor Nikki Haley past her prime. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's because they started like they were trying they're trying to compete with the Today Show yeah. and Good Morning America. So they tried to do this loose off the cuff kind of fun. Yeah. He was like, you know, hot take like women a- a- over 50 are washed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? Uh, He's like, no, I- me? I'll say it again. And he's really, just, he was just leaning into that, like, <laughs> I'm a gay man and I can be a bitch kind of persona. Yeah. And uh, it's backfired because these are people who are supposed to be taken deathly seriously on their nightly programming. You can only get away with that if you're much more queer coded than Don Lemon is. Yeah. He's not queer coded. Mm-hmm. He's uh, closeted for a long time. And so it, it just, it does come off as a misogynistic <laughs> straight man yeah. uh, saying... Uh, no old bitches. Yeah, but the the initial problem with CNN was just like, hey, what if we got real loose and fun with it in the morning? Yeah. Don, give us some of that, you know, sass that you do on New Year's. Let's do some of that fourth hour shit like they do on that... uh, the other show. Yeah. With Hoda. So it came off completely tone deaf and weird yeah. when it happened. But anyways, uh, there's also reports of him, a long apparent history of him being hostile and misogynistic behind the scenes. Oh, and also apparently dating a CNN intern who was half his age. Well, how so, old is he? Well, the inter look problematic age gap aside, <laughs> he is in a position of power there, yeah, and it's, it's a weird power it's dynamic. Not great. Uh, but it, the intern was twenty two, and he's forty something. I mean, it sounds very exciting for the both of them. <laughs> uh, anyways, a as, May December romance. <laughs> as many uh, many are pointing though to a recent interview between Lemon and Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy as the final straw. In the interview, which shouldn't have been seen as controversial at all, Lemon pushes back on Ramaswamy's inaccurate claims regarding the civil rights movement and the NRA, among other things. Yeah, he just straight up lied. Like, it's just not true. The argument gets heated because Lemon is coming from a place of knowledge and experience on the topic and saying, I'm not going to allow you to spew this garbage on our airwaves. It's, he's doing exactly what he should be doing in that scenario. But yeah, he pressed the politician on his statements and he called out bullshit as he saw it. I mean, Don Lemon has definitely done some dumb shit on CNN. Some of yeah. it funny, some of it harmful. I'm not going to defend Don Lemon. No. He's a fucking clown. But, but like... <laughs> that clip in particular was him doing his job quite well. Yeah. Though it would make sense that this is being used as an excuse, considering CNN has seen a notable shift to the right in recent months as it chases viewership. Which is, again, why we absolutely would not be surprised if CNN made a play for Tucker Carlson and brought him back into the fold. It would cause instant chaos internally with the rest of their hosts. Then again, many of them seem to be just fine sitting back and letting Republicans spread absolute nonsense on their airwaves. So, like, they're complicit regardless. Cool. But moving on to a... Weekend long story that seems like ancient history after the flood of news that hit our feeds on Monday. But, yeah. Uh, what a weekend. You know, we we used to kind of upload, uh, you know, around the whole week. We've we've limited our schedule now to a more typical Monday to Friday thing. And Elon, of course, takes advantage yeah. of our work-life balance to just really uh, go buck wild over the weekend. I was at a friend's daughter's birthday, and I couldn't even enjoy the bounce castle with all the drama that was playing out on Twitter.com. I'm kidding. I am able to compartmentalize things. But it was very funny uh, throughout the weekend. It was a wild ride. So Elon Musk's Twitter.com 
had a very chaotic few days uh, that followed the removal of those legacy verified badges from previously notable accounts. So if you recall, because how could you not, uh, <laughs> last week on 420, Elon Musk was finally able to remove everyone's legacy verified check marks, which made it so that only paid Twitter Blue subscribers would have that little badge of dishonor and also benefit from a very conspicuous algorithmic <laughs> boost. Yeah. Uh, but in a series of events that literally everyone but Musk and his biggest fans saw coming, uh, this new system created a way for Twitter Blue subscribers to become mocked and blocked uh, much easier than ever before because uh, at that point, literally anyone with a blue check mark was someone who had given Elon Musk money. Yeah. Uh, what followed was a solid 24 hours of remaining blue checks getting justifiably bullied and then blocked. And this was all made easier thanks to the aforementioned algorithmic boost because Twitter blue subscribers would show up at the top of timelines and the replies of all tweets. There's also, uh, or at least there was, a whole tab in your uh, notifications. There's like verified only. And weirdly, mm, after, after about a day of uh, probably looking at their metrics and being like, wow, it's a fucking bloodbath out there, <laughs> suddenly, uh, there was no more, you'd go to your verified notifications and it would just be empty. Like, oh, sorry, nothing here. I guess we could turn that back on if you pay us $115 a year, which is very funny. Very funny that the yearly price of Twitter, if you buy one year, is more expensive. Eight times 12. Yeah, what the fuck? Okay. Yeah. Big brain deal because people are used to getting deals. It so, should be $96. Something like that. Uh, anyways, uh... Boy, though, it was entertaining watching all these losers find out in real time that giving the world's richest and dumbest man $8 did not, in fact, make them special. In some cases, it was legitimate confusion as to why people were not paying the $8, despite the fact that they could clearly afford it. Uh, here's just two examples, <laughs> one from the site's ultimate power user and Elon Dom, <laughs> Cat Turd 2. Hollywood celebrities are showing exactly who they are right now. Arrogant elitist snobs worth $200 million who won't pay $8 because they think they're better than everyone else. The claws cat, are out. Cat turd is having one. And another tweet which went viral over the weekend, which also shows off a distinct disconnect with financial reality in general. People will pay $8 for a coffee every morning to have their name on it. $10 a month for a streaming service to watch repeats of an old show. $50 a day on weed but won't pay for verification of their own identity on Twitter without acting like it's costing them their life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that any... I mean, I don't go buy coffee all that much. I usually make my own. But when I do, I didn't realize I was paying a premium to have my name written on the cup. I, I just thought that was so that there is they could keep track of who they made coffee for. A, but, uh, an amazing now-deleted tweet that had just started to pick up steam and go viral, but it, the, obviously the guy deleted it because he saw how much of an idiot he was. Uh-huh. Being like... If you're not paying, you know, $8 at Starbucks to have them write your name on the cup, then why are you paying for the coffee? That, what? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a really interesting look inside the minds of a certain segment of the population. And I don't like what I see. Also, you know, not to be elitist, but uh, you know, the people that these blue checks are claiming are elitist. I, I doubt would uh, you know be the ones going to Starbucks. They'd go to their local independent coffee yeah. shop to to you know if they if you're going to give someone that much money for coffee, it better be a mom and pop shop. Yeah. Show Either me, way, show uh, me the fair trade. Most of those places don't write your name on the cup. No. So, but case yeah, closed. it's a very funny tweet. Uh, first of all, uh, fifty dollars a day on weed is insane. I'm sure examples exist, but that's yeah. like an eighth of weed a day. 
Yeah, uh, yeah I'm sure that there are people out there who do smoke that much weed, but as a general take, no. Yeah, no. That's, that's and not. This was, all, of course, immediately compared to uh, a famous drill tweet, and drill was pretty central to the, all the story, but it was, yeah. it was the, the drill candles tweet, where it's just like listing off personal expenses, and then it was like candles, like $2,000 a month. Like, can someone who's good at the economy help me? Uh, uh, my family is dying. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this tweet, along with a few others that have since been deleted, seemed to indicate that these people think that the entire reason you go to Starbucks is to get your name written on the cup, which what? Yeah, you just uh, they, they, they seem to be under the impression that uh, it is a peak of someone's day to hear a barista call out your name. Very strange. Yeah. But yeah, the real reason they were upset is that the whole appeal for buying the blue check was so that they could feel important and, and they could mix in with all the legacy accounts who were actually notable. It was like buying your way into an exclusive private club, only to find out that once you're inside, all of the celebrities had left because you are a loser. They don't want to be around you. Yeah. Now it's just a bunch of other losers like you in the club. So, so they now left. Yeah. the club's not cool. Uh-huh. Uh, the blocking and mocking, it got so bad that at some point, yeah, Musk disabled the whole verified users tab on the website unless you were unless you were a paid subscriber, uh, making it harder for people to track down and block the idiots who paid for Twitter Blue, but not hard enough. Yeah. Not hard enough. The algorithm, oh, my fingers were getting tired this weekend. The algorithm still pushed them all to the top. There was there was like uh people were like keeping track of like like on each day, there was like a small handful of like usually like news posts mm-hmm. that were like the ultimate honey traps. Like there was a an article about like Lizzo, and if you went to that <laughs> one, you could I, you could just scroll for like twenty minutes oh, and yeah. never run out of people to block. Uh, anything related to crypto, any of the threads where celebrities were like, "I didn't pay for this," yeah. was just filled with blue checks. I yeah, dude, I I I blocked so many people, and I, and it actually. It, it it did kind of feel like an endless wave attack, but it did got it got to the point where um, I was looking at a new post and there was already uh, empty yeah. things. So I'm like, okay, it's it's making a dent. Our for you page on the business account has never been cleaner of blue checks than after this whole purge yeah. because I just blocked every single one that I saw, and so eventually it had no more to show me from anyone that we weren't already following. So it just became the following tab. Yes. But uh, yeah, um, another damning fact that everyone but Musk saw coming was that people actually didn't care that their check marks were gone. <laughs> and this was pointed out by Travis Brown, who used Twitter's API to figure out how many legacy, legacy verified accounts ended up paying for Twitter Blue after their badges were removed. Update for the day after, just before the purge yesterday, 19,469 of the 407,000 legacy verified accounts I had identified in early April had Twitter blue. Today, that number for those same accounts is 19,497 for a net increase of 28 accounts. And just so that, I mean, that's like a small sample of a larger, so you could be probably safely assume uh, it could be in the triple digits, but that's still uh, not good. Yeah. So rather than be mocked and made to look a fool, Elon unleashed his next brilliant plan, which, to be fair, actually succeeded in making power users angry, but also had the additional unintended side effect of continuing to make every one of his paying simps even angrier. And we talked about this a little bit in our last episode, because at the time, he it was only a the, select few. Yeah, it was Stephen King uh, and... William Shatner, Will- LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, he, he was going through and personally Ice deciding right. uh, who would get the check marks. Now, this one was even worse, because it was a blanket uh, kind of decision. Anyone over... A million, it looked although like. Although there were like weird exceptions to that, so people aren't... Re- yeah, it's, it's not it's very it, it, It's pretty nebulous as far as yeah. how it's working, but it does seem to be the more prominent users. 
Uh, but yes, this all a, a hornet's nest that was already shaking got yeah. poked again by Elon. Uh, he he obviously, as we mentioned in the other episode, had personally paid for a few tw- Twitter blue subscriptions for notable people. Which no, he didn't. He uh, just flipped the switch. Yes, He's exactly. not paying for anything. Uh, this became a bigger issue in the days that followed because slowly but surely, the biggest accounts on the platform started to get their badges back, despite their continued insistence that they did not and never would pay Elon Musk eight dollars. Yeah. So journalists, comedians, athletes, celebrities—basically anyone with what appears to be more than a million followers. Uh, or a specific journalist that Elon uh, has a personal spite against and has targeted personally with this, like mm-hmm. Matt Binder, who lives absolutely rent-free in Elon's mind, which yep. is insane if you've been watching the Majority Report for a few years, because Matt Binder's just sort of a guy. <laughs> it's, uh, he it's is ruining fucking, Elon's life. It's fucking weird. Yeah, the uh, uh, that Mashable article started getting uh, blocked, the Block yeah. the Blue article. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, all these people had their verified badges um, come back but with no indication that it was done because they're notable. Instead, the verbiage on the badge was the same as everyone else's. This account is verified because they are subscribed to Twitter, Blue, and verified their phone number. Not that it was that hard to tell the difference between someone who needed to be verified and someone who just gave Elon $8. Uh, Just clicking their profile, reading a tweet or two, more than enough. (laughs) But uh, this also pissed them off again because uh, why? Elon, 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 Elon why, Elon, why? Is, why are you giving these celebrities Twitter blue for free when you made me pay $8, Elon? <laughs> uh, an, <laughs> an unfortunate side effect of this seemingly automated tactic of Ooh. re-verification though, and one that might run Elon into some severe legal trouble is the fact that Twitter re-verified a bunch of dead people and claimed that these dead people paid for Twitter Blue. And verified their phone number. Exactly. From beyond the grave, I guess. Mm -hmm. Examples include Chadwick Boseman, Anthony Bourdain, Kobe Bryant, and Jamal Khashoggi. Uh, All verified. All with notes on their profiles that read as if they'd posthumously donated $8 to Elon Musk's Twitter.com. An endorsement of the platform and his mission from beyond the grave. Wow. So extremely fucked up and also seems pretty illegal. Yeah, it's kind of untested ground. It will take some legal interpretation of, uh, you know, the fact that Elon has essentially politicized uh, participation in his own platform to Mm -hmm. the point where actually getting Twitter blue is not just something you do for specific features, but also something uh, that you do to endorse the product itself. The problem also comes in, yeah, the problem comes in with the implied endorsement based on the info tab. Yeah. So someone pointed out that this would be a violation of the Lanham Act. Under section 43A of the Lanham Act, false endorsement occurs when a person's identity is connected with a product or service in such a way that consumers are likely to be misled about that person's sponsorship or approval of the product or service. And it would seem pretty unlikely that a dead person would be able to consent to such an endorsement. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the most egregious one, but the same... Uh, the, Any other celebrity, yeah. Yeah. Or and, journalist. And or... what's hilarious is this is like a super old law from like old Hollywood. It's like, oh, like alfalfa from our gang endorses radium suppository. Stick them right up your bum. You'll feel great. And, mm-hmm. and alfalfa's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> They're like, what are you going to do? Sue us? There's no law saying we can't put your little cute little face in our radium suppository's ads, alfalfa. <laughs> well, this could be a landmark case. Yeah. So. Uh, you love to see it. The world's richest man just can't. He's, again, this is actually all funny because he, none of this, he doesn't have to do any of this. He could have, you know, faded into obscurity, uh, you know, 
you would prefer before the whole child submarine thing. Right. But after that, he could have been like, all right, maybe I am a dumbass. Let me just go enjoy my billions of dollars. Or just fo focus on the cars and the rockets. Like, that seems like more than enough for you to focus on. Yeah. Instead, what the fuck are you doing running a social media site? <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not, I've never invested in Tesla aside from, like, exposure via, uh, you know, just S&P 500 ETFs. But, like, if I was a Tesla investor, like, this... Would all be very upsetting to me, if especially if I was someone that believed in the product. Well, <laughs> and the I stock has shown that in the past. Yeah, the CEO of days, is uh, just up at Twitter headquarters, like being petty as fuck. Come yeah, on. and creating endless problems. Yeah, no, endless problems for himself. The, Twitter is objectively worse now. Well, than the it was. past couple of days it was pretty great. It's, <laughs> it's fun the same way like uh, a car crash is fun. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, yeah, like the actual user experience is way worse than oh, it yeah. ever was before he Absolutely. It is. You're watching something burn and enjoying it. And like uh, literally the opposite of what he said is true. Uh, I get literal uh, porn spam under everything I post. They do hide it under like the show more replies. But literally every tweet I post has a uh, some like fake OnlyFans account trying to scam me out of like cryptocurrency <laughs> or some shit. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is odd that he has chosen this path for himself in life, despite having every option to not do this. Yeah. Uh, but it is also kind of satisfying that, like, he's getting exactly what he deserves and paid for. Yeah, but he's not learning any lessons. No, he's not. That's the, uh, that's the frustrating thing. Yeah. But amidst the checkmark confusion was also an account that happened to, apparently, accidentally have received the coveted, ultra-expensive gold checkmark that is reserved for any company dumb enough to pay $1,000 or more for the privilege. As we previously mentioned, Musk punished small businesses by indicating that the biggest brands on the platform would get the gold checkmark for free, which is dumb, and further feeds into the argument made by his supporters that he keeps giving free passes to people who don't need it and charging people whose budgets would actually take a hit by giving him money. Regardless, Somehow, a fake Disney Junior account got grouped in with the rest of the Disney Gold Verified accounts, and would you believe it, the account was posting a bunch of racial slurs and problematic bullshit on their timeline, while appearing as a Gold Verified Disney business. Seems like a bad system all around, Elon, you fucking moron, you absolute rube. You simpleton. Here's Deadline. A Disney Junior branded Twitter account has been suspended after receiving a gold tick from the social media platform. The account, which has the handle at Disney Junior UK, but is completely unaffiliated with Disney, has been removed in the last few minutes. The account holder tweeted, no fucking way, earlier this morning <laughs> in the UK, an apparent reference to the verification. It's unknown how the holder got the gold tick, which is reserved for the official and verified accounts of businesses who pay $1,000 per month. The account tweeted several other messages before being shut down, including one using a racial slur and profanity against Twitter CEO Elon Musk, and another claiming adult animation South Park was launching on Disney Junior in <laughs> I mean, kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, not the best use of $1,000, but... Yeah, the, okay. the, the fact that either A this was grouped in with a bunch of other Disney accounts. And that, you know, who knows? But the other option, B, is that someone paid $1,000 and no one at Twitter yeah. looked further into the account, which has apparently been around for more than two years, into any of their tweets and thought, maybe this isn't an actual Disney account or a business at all, yeah. and turned it on. It, both scenarios are bad. 
Um, but believe me, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about regarding Elon Musk's Twitter.com on the next episode. Oh, but yeah. before we get out of here, we do have an update on one of the funniest videos to come out of the recent War on Woke, at least in the past couple of weeks. Remember that anti-woke beer that we told you would never actually be released for multiple reasons? Well, once again, we were right. And the only thing that exists of the ultra-right, woke-free American beer is that incredible commercial where the dad drinks beer in a bathroom and complains about gender or whatever. So on the episode where we covered ultra-right beer, we knew that this guy wasn't just brewing his own beer. Bathroom beer. And he would have to partner with a pre-existing brewery and then just slap his dumb label on top of it. That turned out to be true. And once this brewery found out about this, they immediately put a stop to it. Yeah, we don't want to be involved in this fucking weird shit you got. <laughs> yeah, here's the Daily Dot. Seth Weathers seemed to have hit a snag finding a brewery. The company he was so convinced would sell his anti-woke beer that he put its name on his website reportedly backed out after it saw how he was marketing it. <laughs> Mike Zoller, beer editor of PorchDrinking.com, first reported that Weathers attempted to tap Illinois-based Bent River Brewing Company to brew his anti-woke beer. Zoller also said that Bent River Brewing told him that Weathers used its name without permission. We were initially approached to possibly contract a beer for a customer, the company reportedly said. Without our knowledge, our name was listed on a website for a brief period of time. When we were made aware of the marketing for the product, we chose to pass on producing it. <laughs> Zoller included screenshots that show former versions of the website for what Weathers bills as conservative dad's ultra-right beer, claim it is brewed and canned by Bent River Brewing Company in Rock Island, Illinois. Google searches conducted by the Daily Dot also reveals the name Bent River in parts of Ultra-Right Beer's website text. Bent River Brewing told the Daily Dot via email that we were referred as a potential contract brewer. We declined. <laughs> they declined to comment further. Ultra-Right did not respond to an email seeking comment on Wednesday afternoon. And according to Ultra-Right Beer, they had, uh, according to them, a ton of pre-orders, which I believe. Yeah. And if you'll remember, <laughs> those pre-orders cost over $30 for a six-pack after shipping. Hell yeah, man. Free them ain't free. Uh, so you'd assume that they would be scrambling to find another brewery to work with, or not. Or they just take the money and run, because honestly, who gives That's a shit? That's how the grift works. Anyways, there was a bunch of other news today that we didn't have time to get to and might be outdated by the time this goes up anyway, like the fact that apparently Bam Margera is on the run somewhere in the woods of Pennsylvania oh after apparently beating up his brother, and there's a warrant out for his arrest for that. Okay. Also, a nice cherry on top of an already wonderful day. Carpool karaoke was canceled. Good. So with this news and James Corden leaving his late night show where the stupid carpool karaoke Send was him back. born. Send him back to England. Uh, we don't want him anymore. Uh, uh, with that and everything else, there's a whole lot less stupid, talentless hack bullshit on the airwaves in general as of today. We will be back ourselves right here with more episodes. Fox News can't fire us. No, that's true. Uh, but So don't worry about that. We'll be back with uh, another episode soon. But until then, you know what to do. Make sure you hit that like button. Get that confetti shooting all over the video. We got, I think we hit a, a new uh, like high with the last one. It was like 15,000 yeah. likes or something. Let's get those numbers up. We got to bump, those are rookie numbers. Bump it up. We need $50 a day in weed budget. So bump those numbers up. Uh, also, subscribe to the channel. We're going to hit 250,000 subscribers soon. Do it. Do it. And also, leave a comment. Reply to a comment. Just have a wonderful conversation down there in the marketplace of ideas. I'm sure there's a lot for you to talk about today. And in the meantime, if this wasn't enough, we have an hour of other news over there and another video about Tucker Carlson. So, I don't know. Looks like there's plenty for you to do. Yeah, enjoy. But we'll see you soon with another video anyway. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.